What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 967 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. Me and JD have once again commandeered the podcast. We kicked Christian out. How's it going today, JD? It's going good. No CP. He's on the East Coast. Not doing Super 32 things, but with his family. So. Yep. No Shane Sparks either, which you know, he only shows up to work like once a month. So I, know. I guess we can't count on him. No, he, he's not even in the regular rotation anymore. He's, he's a... <laughs> He's a celebrity guest host now. Mm-hmm. Hey, so I'm excited because, well, I know Super, Super 32 is this weekend, but Iowa State released their wrestle-off results, which to me, that means season season Brackets, is like, not results. it's happening. It's happening soon. I love it. Right around the corner, like we were saying on uh, Monday. Yeah. So they got, uh, Iowa State has their prelim wrestle-offs actually taking taking place this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and then their their final ones will be next week at some point. Right. Because they have, they're so deep, they got brackets at every weight. So they do that. They're 141 bracket. I think they got six of them in their 141s. Uh, and we were just talking about a couple notable names Feldkamp, Pinero, Chittum, not in, they're not in the wrestle offs. We don't really know why. But uh, yeah, there's, there's some solid, like 41 solid, 25 has got some good competitors. Uh, what was the other one that was that was really good? Forty one's the main one. Oh, and then forty nine has Swiderski and Etchmendia. It's funny how much hype Etchmendia had, and now it's kind of almost like I want to say we forgot about him, but he, mm-hmm. you know he hasn't been around lately, so we're not really talking about him too much. Yep, Etchmendia will have Faustic first round, and then winner gets Swiderski in the final, which those finals are happening Thursday, October twenty sixth. Uh, I think Panero is redshirting. So that's probably why he's not in here. Maybe, mm-hmm. obviously, he's got the, the gambling stuff, too. I would assume the other two guys maybe just a little dinged up. Yeah. Uh, that would maybe be why they're something. not in here. But so Yeah. And then for Iowa State, kind of a quick turnaround, and they start, they start the season um, November 5th. So we, you know, we're talking a couple weeks. They do have a couple soft matches in, in the beginning of the season. And then uh, Iowa and I, I'm sorry, Wisconsin and Iowa back to back at the end of November. Mm-hmm. That'll be a, a fun weekend. The Iowa duel, it's the Sunday after Thanksgiving. Um, Are you going? I'm not. Oh, man. Going. I know. I, I wish I was. Probably, that's probably either that or Iowa Penn State biggest duel of the year. But I think from Iowa. Iowa State is what I'm looking forward to um, the most. Do you still go home for Thanksgiving or no? No. Oh, man. Not really. Can't get some of mom's cooking. <laughs> I get Sion's cooking. I've been to hey, Sion's the past couple Thanksgivings. Better. Yeah. Or sometimes I end up in Omaha for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Time. Okay, cool. Well, so that that's coming right around the corner. We got Super 32 this week. Um... Uh, I guess the biggest match I was looking forward to is is not happening, and maybe you can give me some uh, reason why. But Sealy versus Lockett is not happening. Uh, I think Sealy dropped out. Maybe Joe Sealy will not be there. Unfortunately, he's doing a, a training camp prep out at uh, the Olympic Training Center to get ready for Bill Farrell, which he's competing oh, okay. in in a couple right. weeks. So. I understand why um, he's not injured or anything, which is good. Uh, but it is unfortunate because him versus Ladarian Lockett would have been a, a fire match. 
Yeah, that that would have been totally awesome. I'd love to see those two. It's too bad. I mean, hopefully we can move the um, uh, who's number one back next year because obviously with uh, the cadet and then the junior worlds being so close to it, I kind of mm-hmm. it's understandable why the guys did, maybe didn't want to compete. So it'd be nice if we can like you know s- slide it back a little bit and that way we're getting all those people because it would be nice to see those two compete. Um, you know, the other thing that I think is interesting because I was reading obviously I was reading uh, the the previews from Bray. And I was looking at the rankings also. Well, it feels like we're in this era where every high school state has different weight classes. It's so annoying. You know, it's so annoying. With, yeah, Wisconsin just changed ours, so we have a different weight class. Um, so it's like, man, that has to be so annoying to like have to rank people when you have all these random weight classes all over the place, and you got to kind of like guess yes. at them or fit them in. It's just got to be so weird. I, I want to ask Bray about it because that's got to be frustrating. It gives for him. Bray a headache. Absolutely, it does. I know. It yeah. Does. Yeah, why? Why we got different states doing different things? Just use the the national ones. Yeah. So Wisconsin took, which I actually like. I, I'm in I'm in favor of. Even well, I hate it because I actually do like it. some state ones individually more too. Yeah. But it's also frustrating to where then it it just makes for more confusing uh, national stuff. Yeah. So Wisconsin took one of the upper weights out, which uh, I'm in favor of. So I believe they go now. They go 190. Uh, that's why we were we were potentially talking about Sinclair wrestling 182 for who's number one because you guys want them to wrestle their weight classes, but it's like, well, he can't even choose 182 or 195 because that's mm-hmm. not a weight class. Right. So I think we have 190, 215, then heavyweight. So where it was 82, 95, 220 heavyweight um, previously. Now there's only three you know weight classes where there was four. So I, think I actually think that's good because those are kind of the thinner weight classes. Yeah, usually. I think Pennsylvania did something similar. Yeah, so we got one more, one more in the middle. I, th- I actually think it looks really similar to. I don't have it memorized yet, but I think it looks really similar to what uh, Super Thirty Two is doing. Mm-hmm. So, why, what match are you most excited for? Oof, um, I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna cop out and go the 120 bracket from the semis and the finals. Um, Anthony Knox, Christian Castillo, Seth Mendoza, oh, yeah. Nate Desmond. Uh, all those guys, really solid. Um, Anthony Knox is one of my favorites to watch in high school. Remember, he got beat in the finals here last year. Last year by, by Bassett. By Bassett. But so. he beat Bassett two years ago in the finals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're at different weights this year, though. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, this is a super deep way. And uh, listen, I do not blame you one bit for, like, saying you want to cop out. And it's like, dude, you... It, from the round of 16, it's going to be really tough matches and in some of these weight classes. And so it's like, yeah, you can't predict the quarters of the semis of the finals. Um, and, you know, like say, uh, oh my gosh, you know, rainy pinning uh, last year, pinning Forrest, like you mm-hmm. couldn't have predicted that. Right. So, yeah, no, this would be a good one. Uh, I think 32 also is probably the other one that's fun. For sure. So you got Davino, Kyler, Bassett, Sergio Vega, Adrian Meza, so many Arizona guys in here. Adrian Mays is really tough at six. Um, I believe he's got a win over. He's got a win over Forrest or Bat. He won. He beat one of them and lost to one of them. I believe. Am I right on that one or wrong? Mm, that sounds familiar. I came off the top of my head. Yeah, but this way is super deep. You know, Gorman down at thirteen is really tough. Um, yeah, th- this one should be a fun to watch, and even probably probably from the round of thirty-two because when you look through the honorable mentions, it's like damn, there's a bunch of 
really good names and honorable mentions also. Right, like even the very last ranked guy in that, that weight, uh, Manuel Soldate, I'm pretty sure he won Fargo, so. Yeah, he's, he's, he's really tough. He just wrestled, uh, I want to say, uh, he wrestled one of the Valiant Prep guys at the P&L Regional in California. I don't remember which one he wrestled, though. So, yeah, this should be a fun weight class. Um, then what? 138 is another one where maybe the top guys aren't in there, but it's it's like super deep. You know, one guy who I like, I looked at the, I looked at this the first time, and I'm like, how the hell is he number ten? Because I feel like he's better. Is Dalton Perry, and I, I actually don't know how he's at number ten because I don't do the rankings, but I watch him. I watched him at PNL, and I'm like, damn, he's, he's so tough. good. I watched him at Fargo. Man, he beat up on one of one a kid I have that's really tough. He just smashed him. I'm like. Dude, this kid's so tough. What the hell? I know. And so when I see him at 10, I'm like, dude, how is he so low? Yeah, I'm guessing he's taken a couple losses at smaller tournaments. Um, Must that have. We don't really pay attention to, but Bray catches. Because, yeah, same for me. I remember watching him win a, a PA State title in person as a freshman, which is, which is pretty rare. So ever since then, I've been, been high on him. He's an M2 kid, uh, committed to Penn State. 138 also has one of the best names in high school wrestling. Blue Stifler. <laughs> so they had to be fans of... Um, American uh, Pie? Yeah, that, that was about... I mean, okay, so the kid's probably 15 now, which means he was conceived in, you know, let's say 2000. That's what, his uh, last name, though. Well, uh, yeah, but Blue is from... What movie's Blue from? That's from, uh, it's from like, that same genre oh, old of school. movies, right? What, like you're old my school, boy Blue? Yes. <laughs> you're my boy Blue, and he's got the headgear on. A wrestler, a yeah. Headgear. We're not doing what he loves. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I, I hope I die doing what I love, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you will. All you do is wrestle. Yeah, great name. Um, hold on, I'm trying to find a result. I'm sorry, I'm looking back to the result. When there's not three of us here, so here's what's awesome. When there's three of us, like if I want to see a result, I can go kind of dig and into two a people result, can, try, yeah, talk talk. You guys each can other. converse, and I can find this result, and then I can come back. But <laughs> when there's only two of us, it's a little more difficult to do that. Another match I'm really looking forward to uh, at the upper weights. Normally, a lot of times at Super Thirty Two, the upper weights don't show up quite as uh, in full force because of football. And this dude, Drayshon Ross, he plays football, but he's oh, yeah. still just doing Super Thirty Two. Um, and Jude Correa. Uh, Ross moving up from 195 to uh, well, 215. Correa was 195 last year also. Mm-hmm. And uh, Correa won, uh, I think, 195 here last year. So, But obviously, Sean Ross, um, a beast. So yeah, that'll be that'll uh, be was, a really fun one. I found the, I was looking for the PNL. This is kind of just total side note, but the PNL bracket at 114, the regional in Omaha, uh, this bracket was really tough. Hawken ended up winning, but all of his matches were really hard. And like the fifth place guy was a Fargo All, fifth out of five, right? They did a round robin mm-hmm. was a Fargo All American. Um, this most recent year in freestyle. Dang. So, yeah, su- super tough bracket. Um, yeah, Drayson Ross up at two fifteen. You got to think eventually with this height, he's he's gonna be a heavyweight. You just have to assume, I would think. Yeah. Um, and then Jude Correa, obviously, was ninety five last year. He's getting larger as well. I mean, 215 is a college heavyweight. It's kind of yeah, funny we yeah, have that extra there's... weight class in there for high schoolers. Yeah. So with the one name I see in here, you know, I've watched a lot of these guys wrestle because, you know, we have the Mirasolas and we have Sinclair up in the top weights. Um, but I don't believe they've competed against him. But Michael Mako, um, I'll tell you, two summers ago, so he would have been a first-year cadet, 
one of our guys beat him a couple times. You could tell Michael was like maybe a little bit younger. Um, and there's just so much development between the first year cadet and the second year cadet. Mm-hmm. And man, he just looked like a different guy at Fargo this year, and he really smashed everyone. Um, so I'm very curious to see how he can do. You know, he's down here at number twelve. He just uh, took a weird loss or two. Oh, at, really? What, at recently? some random tournament, which yeah, um, I remember Bray uh, telling me about it, which is why I think he dropped a little bit. Um, okay. To number twelve after because he had that breakout performance at Fargo where he just Fargo, killed yeah. everybody, smashed everyone, and freestyle and Greco, um, and then he took a, a couple weird losses. But... Like at a dual tournament or what? Because it has obviously Fargo wasn't that long. Yeah, that long uh, I think it, it, it was something like that or some local Florida tournament or or something. Oh, here no no, I found it. Uh, it's in Bray's article. He's got to read that before dropping his match to Morgan. So he must have lost to Quinn Morgan uh, at. Um, at the journeyman is what I'm guessing. Ah, uh, which that's not terrible. That that guy's ranked. Yeah, Quinn, Quinn Morgan's tough. He kind of came out of nowhere. I remember the you know those Pinnacle guys. We did that duel against Pinnacle last year just because we you know kind of have a friendship with them, and they they slow played Quinn Morgan because uh, they, <laughs> they hustled you. You know he's he he shouldn't be wrestling maybe um, uh, Mirasola or uh, Sinclair, and then he we had this guy Chase Mathias who took third at Fargo. And Quinn Morgan, he was tough, man. He was really good, and they kind of didn't let on to us how good he was. And sure enough, now he's ranked like 12 or something. Mm-hmm. 15. 15. 15, yeah. He's tough. So so that's mm. uh, kind of the, the Super 32 rundown. Uh, we're not going to go weight by weight, super breakdown. If you want uh, more in-depth, go read David Bray's article on the website. He's got... Everything, Everything you really need to know in there, all ten weights, weight by weight. So, I uh, we're not is, quite is, as familiar. Is there with anyone else that case. can challenge Lockett since uh, since Sealy's gone? Um, it feels like maybe a little bit of a step down to the next guy. Is there anyone that, in there that you feel? I mean, I, you know, I'm not as like I kind of know these guys, but I don't know them super well. Yeah, Connor Hare is really tough um, from Pennsylvania. He he could definitely push Lockett. Um, it would be an upset if he wins, but I would. it's definitely not a it won't happen type of situation. Um, besides that, it, it would be a pretty big upset. I feel like I'm not as familiar with uh, the rest of these ranked guys in that bracket. But I mean, there's 10 in the top 20, so. Yeah. Okay, and the, you know, the, uh, the other way to class before we get off this is uh, 113 Kenny versus Munoretto. Both guys who uh, won yep. titles. One versus one. Yep. They will make the finals together. That'll be a lot of fun. Um, a couple maybe under the radar kind of guys to watch. Um, Dorian Oliveras. He's a, he's a guy oh, I who, saw this. This is crazy. I know. He just won ADCC Trials, which if you're just a wrestling fan, ADCC is jiu-jitsu. It's no-gi grappling. And it's the biggest event in nogi grappling it only happens every other year so it's yes. kind of like the olympics for uh nogi jiu-jitsu he's from houston um and he's 17 so it, it's crazy um yeah. that he so won this would be like him winning like uh the last chance qualifier against senior men right uh, yes something like that where he's qualifying for the, the big deal i mean that it's kind of a big deal yeah he's he's like an aaron pico type for for jiu-jitsu um but he wrestles too so He's in there. Okay. Um, 
Has, has he good at wrestling? Like, has he won state titles or something like that? I'm not super familiar with his wrestling. Okay. Um, I, I'll, I'm gonna, I'm gonna track him. You know, you could, you could do this. Uh, where this you thing called track wrestling. Track profile. Yeah, that's I've heard there's a lot of good, useful information. You know, you guys, but you know what the frustrating thing is? You guys promised me you're you're combining arena and track, and you haven't done it. Because sometimes they have results on tr- uh, on arena that aren't in track and vice versa, and that that can be. I uh, know, I know. That can be frustrating. Dorian Olivares, they're uh, twenty nine and two. Uh, he won the Super Thirty Two early entry, second place at Southern Plains. Uh, so he's he's pretty scrappy here. Oh man, he beat up one of my guys. Dang it all. <laughs> Dang it all. Uh, took third at preseason nationals. Uh, he he won the Folkstyle nationals. Um, in. Oh, beat another one of my guys. Oh, man. So he's tough. uh, I don't like this dude anymore. (laughs) Uh, Cool. He's tough. Another maybe under-the-radar guy, um, Jesse Grajeda at 132. Oh, he's tough. He's not under the radar. He placed at... uh... Okay. He placed at uh, U-17s last year. That's like the toughest tournament. Yeah, he did. I remember because he he had a a really fun match with Davino. Yes. Which is why he he, he kind of sticks out to me, but he he's not quite as high, highly ranked. Um, but he he's another guy yeah. in that deep one thirty two bracket to uh, keep an eye out for. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's it. man. Once you play, that's like the toughest tournament. Once you place there, I don't know if you could be under the radar. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um. All right, we can do some questions. So hey, we didn't even say this. We can we can only do half a show because JD has to go to the airport. That's true. Um, and no one else showed up for it. And Christian decided it wouldn't be wise to let me monologue for the last half hour of the show. <laughs> That's true. He vetoed that idea. Um, U23s next week. Yeah, it starts uh, day, Monday. We looked that up. What day does that start on again? Monday. And it starts with men's freestyle. Ends with Greco. Men, ends with Greco. Start, men's freestyle starts Monday. Uh, and we have a good team. It's going to be fun. So we got uh, Cooper Flynn, Julian Klebov. Brock Hardy, Doug Zapp, Keegan O'Toole, Bruh, Dustin Plott, Aaron Books, Jacob Cardenas, Isaac Trumbull, and Wyatt Hendrickson. So I'll be most ex- excited to watch Wyatt Hendrickson for sure. <laughs> Sorry, Keegan. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Keegan. You're not the great American hero. They should have a contest. You can get the most pins. Yeah, that'll be that'll be. Oh, Masumi's in there. Oh, not now. I'm fired up. Mm-hmm. Masumi's a beast. He is a beast. He just did an interview too. Um, with some Iranian media and I think it was like a translation thing but it was so funny because he was like anybody who has to who wants to get the Olympic um, I can't remember if it was like metal or spot has to go through my dead body but it kept saying like corpse it was like must go through my corpse (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's so funny I mean Um, he's probably not going to be on the team because you know Zara's there Zara kind of whooped up on him last time they wrestled but yeah I mean that that's good advice for Wyatt Hendrickson if he watches the show and I think they watch the show because they're playing in the Great American Hero bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zara Zara gassed him sue me out, so I don't see why why we couldn't do the same to him. Right, it's pro- probably the best strategy because he's so freaking gigantic. Here's and he the thing: so hard. So elbows in, grab a wrist, circle off the edge. Let's gas him out. Yeah, Zara just kept pushing him out, not even shooting. But Wyatt loves to shoot. Wyatt's going to shoot. So that's going to be the issue. You can't, especially with a big heavyweight, you can't shoot yourself out of the match early. I talk to my guys a lot about like uh, energy efficiency. So 
it, it doesn't matter how much better shape you're in. You know, like uh, if you think about it, like okay, if I'm if I'm in a sprint, right, JD, mm-hmm. and you're slowly jogging, even if I'm in much better shape than you, I'm still gonna get tired faster, right? Because I'm sprinting and you, you're jogging, right? Right. And so that's like if we keep shooting underneath people, especially at heavyweight, more than the lightweights. The lightweights is not as big a deal. Heavyweight, if you just keep shooting under them, you're gonna gas yourself out. You're gonna get really tired. So you gotta push and pull on them. You gotta make them use the equivalent amount of energy that you're using. Cause then if you're in better shape than them and you're both working at the same rate, they're gonna get tired much faster. Makes sense. Yes. So let's not let's not assume he's too big. Let's not go underneath him that much. Let's let's uh, you know, keep our elbows in, grab his attack his wrist, pull him around, try to get him tired, you know, stay off the edge, and then and then maybe maybe put the heat on him in the second period. There you go. Wyatt, there's the yeah. game plan. Right there. Plan. Another fun matchup. Uh, for America. Potential matchup. The Japanese dude at 86 kilograms. He's really tough. He's the guy who beat Trent Hydley in the finals last year. Oh, okay. So it'll be him versus Aaron Brooks, hopefully, in this year's final. And Aaron, Aaron can get the little redemption. Hey, J.D., do they have all the are all of the entries in for this tournament? If they are, where can we see them? Yes, they are. You can find them on www.flowwrestling.org. Ooh, flowwrestling.org. That's a good <laughs> website. Yeah, just Google U twenty three World twenty twenty three U twenty three World Championship entries Flow Wrestling. Okay, on Google. And um, it pop yeah, up. because Keegan, uh, uh, we were talking about he might have had, but maybe he doesn't because you don't have him listed. The kid from uh, the kid that he pinned at U twenties, but he's had senior level success from. Oh, where the hell is he from? Oh, Azerbaijan. Bayramov. Bayramov is he not there? I don't think so. He finally oh, took man. something off. Because he wrestles, he wrestles kind of like in all the things. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Nope. He he's not there. Because when uh, Keegan beat him, uh, he was uh, coming off the Olympics. Yes, he had he had, he had, he had a really close match with maybe Chimiso or some someone to that. There's, um, I believe it's some sort of relative to his, a different Bayramov competing, but he's a little bit smaller. He's at sixty-five. Yeah. Kilograms. Okay. Yeah, there. I'm looking through the results. There's, there's funny because there's certain countries, and it must be like a Johnson or a Miller, but there'll be like you'll see the same. Like I'm looking at 74. This Pop Poppy Kion. Mm-hmm. If you Google him, uh, if you search him on UWW, there's like nine of them. <laughs> yeah. For real. All right. Yeah, looking through entries. The uh, right. I, I don't really know any of these dudes. The the Georgian at seventy nine kilograms is really tough too. He he's he made the senior world finals this year. He's won the loss to the Russian, um, mm-hmm. and he won this tournament last year. Georgia actually has a team won this last year. So nice. Uh, are there any? I'm not seeing AIN. Oh, never mind. I missed it. How did I miss that? Wow. All right, Mayuski and Ganeshov. I don't know. You know what? You know how stupid I just was, JD. How stupid? I was looking for AIN where Russia should have been alphabetically. And then alphabetically, it happens. Oh, not at the top. That's pretty embarrassing. That's pretty. <laughs> that's pretty low IQ of me. <laughs> All right. All let's right. get to and some questions. Let's see. Any questions? We got. We got five minutes, so you got to hit the road. There were some good ones in here. Um, this isn't so much. A, I mean, it is a question, but I don't know. Sasso wrestled Parko three times at NCAs. 2021 round of 16, 2022 quarters, 2023 semis. It's crazy. I went like in order too, right? Probably yeah. not. 
But uh, has that ever happened before? I'm sure it has happened before. I bet it's happened, yeah. Yeah, a lot of guys, probably not in the early rounds uh, through like that, because I feel like when that happens, it's a lot of times like two guys who are really good at the same weight hitting in the the semis. Semis, finals, or... Yeah, uh, or finals. From Master... Has it ever ever happened where they went 16 quarters semis? And I don't know that. Yeah, maybe not. That would be a hard pull to find. Master Santiago, should wrestling move to the Winter Olympics? It seems like summer games keep getting dumber and winter games could use some life. Dumber. You know why he's saying this, J.D., right? Because they just added flag football. Forgot. And some other sports. Who the hell plays flag football? What are we doing here? The Japanese got an elite flag football team, I bet. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I would assume it'd be America. Bro, no one has a flag football team. There is no one right now that says, oh, yeah, our flag football team, they're a bunch of savages. Like, does America even have a flag football team? Uh, I'm sure. I need to look up Flag Football Federation. Why is there not Flow Flag Football? That, that is a tongue twister right there. There is Flow Football, but not Flag Football. I don't That's know. so dumb. Yeah, there, there's a lot of odd sports. I would say follow some money or something like that. If yeah, you want to so see yeah, why yes, I agree. those got added. Um, yeah, but, but should wrestling move to the Winter Olympics? Uh, no, nor will it ever. I don't hate it. The Winter Olympics are only uh, like snow sports or ice sports. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't hate it if it was in the Winter Olympics. I, I think it would be... Um, I would say this is my opinion. It would be higher up the uh, chain of command, you know, like in the in the summer. Obviously, track and field gets a crap ton of attention. Uh, swimming does, gymnastics does, um, and there's kind of a lot of other sports that command a really a well, lot sure of that... attention. And it's really funny because some of them are like, no one gives a damn about gymnastics all all the year round. They get to the Olympics and people are like, oh my god, I love gymnastics. Like, how many people watched the World Championships in gymnastics last week? Probably like, not that many. I don't know. I saw a few tweets that it happened. I, I saw, didn't watch it. Uh, what's I her name? Became the most decorated gymnast ever. Oh, Simone Biles? Because she won the most worlds, right? Yeah. She, like, surpassed. There was some man who had more, but she surpassed him. Obviously, I didn't watch, though. Yeah. So, uh, that's funny. And, I mean, track and field, like, does anyone really care about track and field in, in years 21, 22, 23? Like, no. And then 24, you're like, oh, my God, I love track and field. Like, give me a break, bro. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, I'm sure it's, a, it's similar for wrestling for a lot of people, just to a lesser extent of yeah. excitement. Do you think, like, uh, I mean, I have no idea. Maybe you do because you work for Flow. Does, like... Uh, NCA gymnastics, do they have 16,000 people there? Or NCA track and field, do they have 16,000 people there? I don't know about attendance. Um, a lot of sports do better viewership, though. Like, you would be hmm. surprised um, for TV-wise, because they release those numbers. I don't know about in-person viewing. Not yeah. sure. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, flag football, I think that's a, a totally absurd choice. I don't know what they were thinking. They, You know, they're going to do flag football. They should have done freaking disc golf. People all over the world play that. Let's at least do that. No one play. literally, who plays flag football? I have no idea. I don't know. This is what I say to my wife in certain sports, J.D., you can, you can use this line. I said, she says, oh, this person's a really good pick a, pick a thing. I said, listen, Amy, how many people in your whole life do you know that do that thing? And if the number's zero, then it's 
It's maybe not that hard because you don't know, know any of them. See, Austin Sport and Social Club, they have a fantasy, or not a fantasy, <laughs> flag football, football league. Um, they, they they just I know people, and I know people who play in it. People who've pumped. Adding kickball. We have a we uh, here at Flow have a kickball team that we play uh, in that organization. I know they do flag football, too. There we go. I knew a lot of people who did it in college and intramurals, too. Uh, let's see. Any other good questions? Adam Rush. Our limited, I like this one. Uh, our limited capacity venues, such as the ones at Michigan, Penn State, Cornell, and Ohio State, good or bad for college wrestling? Um, I, I am in favor of the, you know, where they have these smaller venues, so it, they essentially sell them out every single time. They mm-hmm. create a great environment, and then they, they do one or two at a larger venue, and then they generally sell them out. I don't think there's very many colleges that could sell out 15,000 seats every single dual meet, but when you make it a special thing, then they can do it. I love it. I think it's a great idea. Maybe at some point down the road, we'll be at the level where we can sell it out every single time. Yep, uh, I agree. I think they're great. Um, I don't know if I would consider uh, Ohio State's a small venue, limited capacity. It's not a huge... It's like 4,500. That, that's pretty damn good, right? Yeah, yeah, but it's not a uh, it's not a small Rec Hall West Gym oh, God. type or, or like a... Well, how many is Rec Hall? Rec Hall's got to be three to 4,000, I would think. Yeah, probably. Rec Hall yeah. capacity. I mean, it's not as small as like, well, West Gym is no more, right? It's not as small R. as R.I.P. West Gym. Yeah. Uh, 7,200 for Rec Hall. It oh was, wow, it, that's way bigger. Yeah, I, I it was five thousand and it big. increased. Excellent. Yeah. Um, no, Cornell is you know probably three three to four, I guess. Michigan, same thing. Yeah, I think they're great. And then do one or two in the real big venues and sell those out. I think it's awesome. Yeah, uh, I agree. And when you're competing in a venue, it feels a lot. You know, four thousand people feels a lot different. In a small tight gym versus yes. a big basketball arena where it's all spread out, um, and it's a lot easier for fans to get loud and rowdy when they're tight and yeah. compact and close to the mat versus sitting with seats in between and you can hear. <laughs> it sounds a lot more silent, and put it that way, um, in a basketball arena with the same number of fans. So I, I think it's a great idea. And then when the rival comes to town or whatever, put up the. Go to the move to the big arena. Yes, agreed. How would David Taylor do in the ninety-seven kg field internationally from Adam Rush? I'm saying pretty good. I'd say pretty good. I don't want to guarantee that he could win it or nothing because them dudes are big. But there's there's a bunch of those dudes that have no chance of beating him. Right. Like, I don't even know really well. I'm saying contention for bronze. I'm saying that I think there's a chance he could win it. Uh, I. I think there's a chance, yeah, he could be outside bronze maybe. You know, that, that top, like, say, three to five guys are really good. But once you get outside them, none of those dudes are going to beat him. Yeah. All right. That's all we have time all right. for today. Have a JD. I know. I got to head to the airport because I'm going to Albania. For the oh, you were, I thought you were on Super 32 also. You're going to Albania. Nope. Okay. Have, wait, so you're not going to be on the show next week then? That's right. All right, so, have fun in Albania. UNCP will have to hold it down. I'll be holding it down in international waters. Watch Super 32 this weekend. Watch U23 Worlds 
next week, week, all of next week. And uh, I'll see you when I get back. All right. Peace, guys. See ya.